everybody, welcome to New Dad, Newer Dad. This is episode number, I don't know, 29, I think, maybe. This it, might be 30. Is it 29 or 30? Yeah. Can we make it episode 36? Nope. I think that we need to make it episode 36. That means we'd have to record five more episodes. That's true, but I think that there's reason for that. Why? Because Melissa's pregnant again. What? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? Yep. Is that why you're angry? No. Oh. Why? How pregnant is she? Five and a half weeks. Holy shit. Yeah. So I think we need to make this like episode 36. Okay. Well, that that makes... This is really weird. June might be pregnant. <laughs> no. She took a test this morning. You're kidding me. Yeah, I'm going to kill myself. I felt the same way. Yeah. Oh, and my she, God. She had a dream last night. I had a dream. It ended with her, with me yelling at her going, you've got to be pregnant. Because she was like in a bad bad mood in her dream. Yeah. That's like something that I do. Oh, my God. So I had a dream three weeks ago, and I made Melissa take a pee test three weeks ago. Yeah. And it came back negative. Oh. And this one came back positive. June woke up and went right to CVS and bought a test. And it's like... Like, I, I put one that wasn't peed on next to it because, it, it, like, you can see where the line is supposed to be. Yeah. But it looks like maybe there's also a line there. But it I doesn't, couldn't. It doesn't I, say yes or no. I couldn't quite tell. No. It's one of the two line ones. She gets the cheapo. You got to get a more expensive one if you're going to really. Yeah, I know. But it's only like, it would only be like a weekend. Oh, yeah. Then no. I remember the exact date, what? so. Um. <laughs> oh, boy. It's been killing me not to say anything to you. Yeah? yeah. It's literally going to kill me if it's true. Like mine. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. Whew. Man. How are we going to record five more episodes? I have no idea. Jesus Christ. We'll make it episode 34. Yeah, I don't know. 36? Should we just nix this right now? I'll save the recording. No. And then we make this the introduction of one in the future. Because I want to talk about stuff that's time sensitive that doesn't relate to this. (laughs) So, Man, this is all part of the same ecosystem. Do you want to finish the conversation about this and then we'll save that for an introduction later? Whatever you want. I I think this can be the beginning of an episode later on. Can we just recognize that today is July 25th? What does that mean? And that this is when this was recorded? Oh, July 25th, yeah. <sighs> so it's possible we're having kids apart of another four and five weeks apart from each other again? Pretty much. What does that put you in, March? Mar- end of March, end yeah. End of March, yeah. That's why I did the and math. Luckily, I don't have any weddings in March, and I don't have any weddings in April. April. Where's my calendar? You got a 2020 rolling already. I got, I got nothing in April. I'll keep it that way. Why? I need to make money. <laughs> I know, but you also need to take care of the kid. I don't. Not on one day a week. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah. So, well, I guess we're going okay. we'll, we'll, to yeah, cut we'll out pick, of this episode. We'll, we'll pick this up later. Bye. Bye. 
And we are back. Holy shit, Eric. It's November 1st. Wow. We recorded the beginning of this episode on July 25th. How many months is that one? Three, over three months. Four months. Almost almost. four months almost. That's ridiculous. It's pretty crazy. And guess what? What? We're having twins. No, you're not. I almost had you for a second, though, didn't I? Not even for a little bit. Oh, for a hot second. You would have told me. I w- maybe I was waiting. You definitely wouldn't. You couldn't wait. Man, I, could, I couldn't wait. I mean, I feel like over the last four episodes, I've almost let it slip like a million jabillion times. You have let it slip. And yeah, I've... we've actually had some people guessing about this. So um, One person, Jill, Jill got Great it right. job, Jill. I think you deserve a prize. And let me tell you how difficult the last few months have really been. Um, Melissa is almost 20 weeks pregnant now and uh i feel like i'm losing my mind okay uh, and i am ready to vent yeah yeah like seriously vent okay so how much time you got buddy i mean you only have 14 minutes until your three o'clock call yeah i think we're gonna um yeah whatever we can we can always pause it but uh man where do i start do you want to know you didn't really even ask me. Do so I want to know what? My venting? Yeah, of course. I, I learned about something recently. It's called it. hostile venting. You should look it up. What um, other it's kind not, of venting is there? Oh, there's there's healthy venting and there's hostile venting, and you should not hostile vent. Oh, I'm, I have a feeling that's all I do. Pro- probably. And you want to know what? No, that's not true. I get, I get, uh, I'm a hostile ventee. You mean people vent to you hostilely? One, one person. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that your wife? <laughs> No, okay, so <laughs> sounds good. Thank you, June. Um, no, it's it interesting with this like whole hostile venting thing. Um, this, is, this is total side, side, you know, everything. But um, if you ask yourself when you feel like your partner is, you know, hostile venting to you, uh, you can you can evaluate and you can say what did your partner say that got you going? What did you hear? What reactions did you feel? Why were those words so painful? And what were you afraid of losing, you know? And when you answer those questions, you really start to think to yourself, hmm, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so anyway. What, what's hostile venting compared to healthy venting? You haven't... Well, a, a, a healthy way to vent would be, and I, we got really off track here, but um, a, a healthy way to vent versus a, a hostile way to vent. Like, okay, so for instance... There's six different ways of hostile venting. There's preaching. There's challenge when you challenge somebody. There's um, threats of exile. There is uh, invalidation, and then there is uh, threats of abandonment, and then there is character assassination. So when somebody says like, "What are the healthy ones?" Well, it's when you don't do those. When you think about not saying it in those terms, like. I don't care what you do anymore. That's a really horrible thing to say, <laughs> right? But you may not mean it maliciously. You're just like apathetic about whatever happens. So it's like, gosh, I want to reevaluate how I talk to Melissa. And I think that that would help a lot. So I've been trying to figure out ways to do that. I actually talked to somebody this week mm-hmm. um, for the first time in a very long time and um, worked through some things that were bothering me 
and I learned some new tools. And um, I always thought that uh, compromise was good in a relationship. Uh, I was told that I was wrong. About compromise? Yes. Because compromise is what happens when two people lose something, where you sacrifice something and I sacrifice something and we come to some sort of middle ground. But what if I submit to this to you? What if we both won? What about a win-win? Right? Okay. That's not compromise. Give me an example. Um, okay. So uh, give me a, an argument. Um, you know. Um, Your toys thing. Which, which one's that? The, about having oh, too yeah. many toys. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, Melissa wants to not have. Okay. So that's a perfect example. Uh, so yeah. So the, the situation is Melissa wants less clutter around the house. But she phrases it like, I want less toys around. So what I have to do is I have to healthy, I have like the healthy way of dealing with that is, well, what are you really upset about? Is it that you don't want toys around or do you not want clutter? And so it's A, cleaning up the clutter and B, making sure that there's a place for things. So that makes her win. And then you can still have toys around, right? So she wins. She has a clean, organized space, and she doesn't feel overwhelmed by the amount of toys that are around. And I win, and the baby wins, because I like lots of toys. Why isn't that considered a compromise? Because it's both people win. Now, the other way of compromising would be, okay, well, what if we decided on an amount of toys? That's a completely different situation. Am I right? Well, there are five toys in the in the playpen. Okay, well that's that's her losing a little bit because there's still maybe that's too much toys for it. Man, I'm creating an arbitrary number, but you know that could be five toys or ten toys or whatever. That's you know her saying, okay, that's where I'm giving up a little, and Dustin's giving up a little, and you and you come to you know some sort of middle ground. That's compromise. But when you win win, it's like both of you. Yeah. If you identify why what the real not, root of it is, I'm then... I'm asking, why isn't it considered a compromise? If Because compromise, a lot of times, means that both people are giving something up. As opposed to identifying what the root cause of, of the frustration from one person or another, and then coming to a middle ground that's win-win for everybody. Where nobody feels like they've given anything up. Does that make sense? I get it, but, I mean, still compromise. I guess, yes. Sure. But when you think about it in terms of win-win versus giving up a little, giving up a little, it's different. I mean... So any argument that I've had with Melissa... Even if you're putting toys, all the toys in a thing, that's still a compromise on her part because she didn't want the toys. Right? Isn't that no, but a she didn't want the. Cl- she really didn't want the clutter. So that's oh. the thing is that when somebody is venting, like Melissa saying, "I don't want as many toys around here," I have to be able to say, "Hey, look, what is it that you're, you're really talking about here? Let's take a step back and evaluate why you feel that way." Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, what kind of baby are you having? Man, I'm having a boy, another boy. Which, um, I mean, was that what you were asking? Yeah. Yeah. Not if it was it's a human or some other species. Yeah. Um so yeah, I'm having a boy. Melissa's twenty weeks pregnant. Um we had our ultrasound this week. <coughs> yeah. Um so some scary stuff happened um during the ultrasound. Um it doesn't it doesn't seem like we can get through an ultrasound without having some sort of issue. The last time it was like, you know, other things with Melissa. This time it was with the baby. 
Um, I guess in the development of the brain, uh, there is a, a possibility where the fluid of the brain, as it's developing, uh, it can create a cyst in the baby's brain. And so the doctor came in after the ultrasound technician did her job, came in and explained that the baby has a cyst in its brain, um, that almost all the time this is a normal thing that can happen and it's really not any indication of anything. Um, there is a very, very small chance that there is an indication of a second eight, uh, eight, number 18 chromosome, which would eventually create a lot of issues with um, a baby that Wait, most likely the, would not live past the birth. The cyst makes, makes it that possibility? Uh, so basically, that's like, something different? Yeah, the brain is developing, and when the brain develops, it needs fluid around it to protect mm -hmm. it. So what ends up happening is is that the the um, in the in the development of this fluid, part of it can kind of like pinch off, and inside of that that pinching off of the of this fluid, it creates this little cyst, and most of the time it goes away. Um, but what it can be an indication of is a condition where there's an extra chromosome number 18, and um, how often is that the case? Like very, like less than one percent. It's like, you know, one out of every three thousand cases or something like that. But didn't they? Did she, did she have like the um, genetic testing? Yeah, yeah. So basically, that's the other positive thing is that because there's no other abnormalities in the development of the child, um, heart rate is normal, heart looks good, skeletal looks good. You know, two two hands, two feet. You know, all that kind of stuff. No sign of Down syndrome. Uh, you know, all of those things are normal. So that is even more of a reason to think that it is normal. Wait, and not to blow up her spot. What? How old is Melissa? Thirty six. So she had like the the extra blood testing done. Oh yeah, for sure. A nuchal translucency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that and that, that came back negative too. I mean, okay. there wasn't. I mean, there. So there's all these things that are saying like, you know. Um, that it's not and not going to be an issue, mm -hmm. um, but there's this thing called trisomy 18, and it can cause you know heart defects and brain defects and um, retardation and these kinds of things, and most of the time, uh, a child with trisomy 18 or whatever it's called is um, does not live past birth, and so it was definitely scary. The more you read about it and stuff. Um, but everything is good, and there's such a low chance of something like that happening, especially in context of all the other things. Um, but it does make your heart skip a beat and, you know, kind of mm -hmm. worry a little bit. But, um, you know, you kind of just cross your fingers and hope that that's not the case. Right. So they're gonna, they've scheduled a follow-up. Um, two weeks, we're going to do another ultrasound. And... Um, that's kind of, that's kind of that. So then the, the cyst can just, does it go away? It literally just goes away. Oh. Yeah. And oh. and it's like almost all the time. How quickly does it go away? Like on this next one? Within a couple of weeks, I guess. I mean, it would, yeah. So she's, so her GA is like 19 weeks. When we did this, it was like 19 weeks in one day. Um, and everything, you know, they, they like measure the femur, they measure the, you know, all the different bones and the brain and the neck and all this kind of stuff. Make sure that the spine, you know, the spine is covered and closed up and mm -hmm. all that was good.
So um, definitely uh, good news. But, man, everything else has been rough, a rough go. Yeah. And before we get too far, June, June was, was not pregnant because we oh, talked okay. about that also yeah, on, yeah. on July 25th. Yeah. When we talked. Cause we had a weird. Man, three months ago. Can you believe that? We had a weird test. Oh, Just yeah. one of the cheap strip line ones. Yeah. Anyways. Well, you won't be going out of your mind. That's a good thing. Sure. Um, it's just been it's just been so rough. Melissa's dealt with this pregnancy a whole lot different, like a lot different. Like how? It's like, you know, the first time around, I think she was just so angry that she was pregnant. <laughs> that she was like, you know, what? I, there was nothing you could do. It was like. She was just angry about being pregnant. She was not prepared for it. And yeah. it wasn't something we were trying for. And then she had Mateo and it was like her world changed. And now the second time around, she knows how amazing like having a baby is. And she just wants like a million babies now. So it's like this time she's like so protective. And I thought this one was like, because didn't you have a snip snip scheduled? Yeah, I did. So well, now, they told now, us. Now okay, you're have a million so babies? let's go back. Well, no, she. I said she wants a million babies. I didn't say I'm giving her a million babies. She can find another man. Um, so uh, the yeah, it was like, it was like weird. Like they told us after her C-section that she wasn't, you know, most likely not going to get pregnant ever again. Yeah. So we thought everything was like totally chill, and um, then. Um, yeah, now it's like kind of one of those things where she's protective of her body. She's protective of, you know, she's scared. There's a lot of anxiety, you know, that kind of stuff. And it's hard to be supportive as a partner in that capacity. Like really, really difficult. Yeah. So um, there's been a lot of, you know, conflict, you know, surrounding that. Um, and trying to be a good partner, but I mean, it's like one day is one thing, and then another day is completely, the, you know, the you know different. Um, I've had to learn about things like touch aversion and um, things, you know, like she's not really like I've. I mean, I've looked into it, but she's not really like. It's not like she's like depressed or anything like that. She just doesn't it's like so different than the first time and it's so difficult to like, I try to do things. Are you misremembering the first time? I mean, it was difficult in a different way. We have the audio. I know that, but it was so different. Like it felt so different than this time. Okay. Like I feel I like, this is horrible to say, but sometimes I feel like she's cray. Like really? Um, Yeah. You went through that the first time. I know, but it's. I feel like it's so much different, and I know it, I've I've talked about this before. Am I peeking? I feel like I. Oh, it's. I don't have my headphones on. Um, I know I've talked about this before, but like, dad's mental health issues are so much different than women's, and no one is there to support the way that we feel. Like I, I did a search the other day for Google, on Google, and it said I, I put in dad's mental health during pregnancy. You know what you get? Nothing. Thank you. Bye. Melissa's here. Do you want to say hi? Hello. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm actually feeling okay at the moment. Okay. That's all you wanted to ask me today? 
What are you talking about? What am I going to hear? Eric, do you have any questions? No, you're going to want to skip this episode. You know, I listen to almost all of them now. I have a little routine because I love podcasts on my way to weddings. Do you listen on to them? what? Why would you want to put yourself in that kind of mood before a wedding? So, well, so I always listen to them on the way home. On okay. the way there, I listen to like motivational, like business podcasts, stuff like that. But on the way home, I listen to you guys because it's so entertaining and I get really distracted. And then before you know it, I'm home and I always like have lots of questions for Dustin. Is that why you're always asleep when I get home? Quote unquote. Why? Because I'm bored? It was a joke. I just said that it entertains me when I'm on my way home. That was a. We, babe, we talked about these jokes. You shouldn't make them anymore. What? Don't look at me. <laughs> what are you guys talking about today? What's the topic? We just announced that we were pregnant. <gasps> oh, that's a fun episode that I just walked into. Yay! How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Um, I'm actually feeling good at the moment. I, what did I do earlier? I think I like cleaned up the kitchen and tidied up and I felt like I had to go take a nap. So I laid down for 20 minutes. Yeah. You have been a lot more tired this pregnancy. I feel like. I feel exhausted. Sorry. (laughs) It's probably that sandwich that I just brought in here. Okay. I took two bites just so you're not shocked. When you open it up. No, I'm I'm so exhausted. Like, there's no way to describe the level of exhaustion. Like, just standing here right now, I feel like I ran a marathon. Okay, well, go, he's, he's making go you take, crouch down. Yeah, go, go take care of yourself. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, I'm going to go to the mall and spend some money. Okay, bye. <laughs> um... Anyway, I did a uh, a Google search. Hold on. This is such a cluster. Sorry. Where did you get those shoes? I got them for free in the mail. Man. Anyway, I did a Google search for dad's mental health during pregnancy. You know what? You get nothing. Okay. Sure you you just get, get nothing. nothing. It's all about postpartum depression. That's what you get. For dads? Yeah. And it's literally like, how crazy is it that almost every article is about, you know, how it focuses on like, oh, how is mom feeling and how is the woman feeling and like, and her emotional state and how she's supposed to cope with this and cope with that and like how her body's changing and her hormones are raging and um, her level of crazy. Like, I'm sorry, but like, Justin, we're a part uh, of the equation too. I don't mean to take away from whatever you're saying. Like, I understand it, but it feels a little all lives mattery to me. But it's not about that. I don't mean to like be up on a pedestal or anything like that, but it's like, no, they're like, how are you supposed to like, was your pre- first pregnancy different than your second? Did oh, you, she was, she was way worse than the second. Way worse during the second. Yeah. And so all I'm saying is, is that why is it that we do not have any support as dads? We're just supposed to suck it up and we're supposed to move on. And just be supportive, but how do you, how is it that you're, like, how is it that you can be supportive of somebody that is feeling all these things and going through all these things? So you go to the internet and you, like, look for something, but there's nothing there other than, hey, deal with it. All right, why don't you do a a website about that? Well, I'm not going to make a whole website on it. Why? Because I feel like that, I don't know, I mean, maybe... Maybe I'll talk about it on the podcast. Maybe that'll be one of our, our episodes coming up. Like, 
the best that I could find is like listen, be kind, and understand. Yeah, like that's uh, that's only three things. That's pretty easy. That does not help. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> it's so much more complicated than that to me. Like, yeah. there's so much that like I could talk. I could spend like three episodes just talking about like the the strain of like providing for a family. I mean, every dad probably thinks through this, but like, well, if you, I mean, if you spent three episodes talking about, it, you probably wouldn't have to worry about dealing with Melissa anymore. That's true. <laughs> You're saying she's gonna leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. But I, but why does it have to be? Why does it have to be like one person or the other? It. Why can't like both people just be miserable? No. Like, why can't it be a win-win? No one went and no one's winning in this. I don't understand. Why can't one person be supportive in a constructive and positive way to another partner, right? And then like and then the other person also feel like good about that as well. You're what you're suggesting is that one person has to be miserable and the other person is kind of miserable, but at least they're feeling like supported. There's just no there's no way around this thing that you're talking about. Like I can be the nicest person possible and try and do everything right for June. Chances are pretty good. She's there's still going to be something that that she I disagree finds with that. that. Okay. Uh, so well, so no, I don't disagree with that completely though. I do agree that you're going to have good days and bad days. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. But like comprehensively when your partner is you know hormonal negative you know all these things that every pregnancy experiences i think we can both agree on that right mm-hmm. every every pregnancy you know goes through that if there are is like more days that are like that than not then clearly the other person is not being supportive enough where it makes that person feel like oh at least that person is like you know helpful or positive do you know what i mean you're gonna tell a pregnant woman that she needs to be more supportive of your no i'm saying that i want to learn how to be more supportive of that that's what i'm saying i don't think any of that matters because i don't think you're not trying to do that now Okay, but I may be trying, but I'm not trying. Have you ever heard of like the love languages, right? Yeah. Okay, so if it, it this is like aside from pregnancy, if I'm not talking my wife's life, love language, then she's not going to recognize me loving her. So it's the same thing during pregnancy. Like if I'm not supporting in the right way, yeah, but that way then, changes day to day. There's you, you there's you can't but know. No one no one says that. There's nothing out there that's talking about. Okay, well, in the if if you know the day is going like this, then this is the way that you need to be supportive in this way. There's no way to tell and how hour to hour. You don't know how your wife is going to react to something. You have a pretty good idea if your wife is feeling like she is uncomfortable in her own skin and hates her body today. Then you need to react a different way than if she's not really talking about it at all. Okay. Do you agree with that? I, I do. The problem is I don't always know when that's the case. Well, I think that they do a good enough job. It's about picking up on the cues of, and this is maybe what I'm looking for is like, you know, what are the cues? Like, what are the ways that you can be supportive when your wife's feeling this way or that way or blah, 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 so on and so forth. Like, all I'm looking for is, you know, different tools and different ways to be supportive because clearly, 
no matter what it is that I do, there's like this time around, it's so much, when I say it's so much different, it's like I keep trying to do different things, but none of them keep work. None of them have been working Mm -hmm. to like make things, you know, okay and better. Okay. So, yeah. There is no solution to your issue. I'm I'm gonna write about it and we'll see. I actually did write one thing, which was, um, you know, what? Okay, so this is, goes to your point. I said I wrote this. I said, why can't we concurrently have feelings of fear, anxiety, and sadness, all while being supportive and understanding that she's going through a lot? Also, one is not more than the other. One is not less than the other. Everyone's feelings are equally as important. It's not a lack of understanding. It's a lack of patience between two people. I think that that's pretty articulate. Okay. What do you think? Great. Slap it on your fridge and see how that works. Well, I I think I'm going to try to do some new things. Okay. I can't wait to hear about it. I'm looking for win-wins every day. I can't wait to hear about how you crash and burn. I'm going to look for win-wins every day, and I I will update you. Oh, boy. We'll see how it works. Okay. Now that I have that off my chest. Great. So two boys under two. Yeah. And that's just a lot, you know? I do. How do you do it with two kids? Like, I just can't imagine, like, holding two kids now. Like, it's hard enough, like, holding, I mean, like, a kid. He's going to be bigger. I mean, Bo was already two when we had her walking around and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean. I mean, at least I don't have to buy a whole new a bunch of clothes and. Right. All that kind of stuff. Like the baby's room is staying the baby's room, and then we're just going to graduate Mateo into a new room. Mm-hmm. I think that's best. You're getting another crib, though, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll have to get another crib. We'll get a crib that what, turns into a bed. But I won't, yeah. Um, but I won't have to get another crib till April or probably right. May. Yeah. I mean, because well, he's going he, to be in the bassinet next to the bed. Yeah, keep an eye out on those uh, Black Friday deals, though. That's true. Cyber I didn't Monday. think about that. I didn't really get to go through that this this last time. Yeah. That's a big one. I don't know how much baby stuff is on there. I feel like there's got to be something. There's got to right? be something. That's That should be something that we uh, we post. We'll do about. a special Black Friday episode. Yeah, Black Friday episode. I like that. Okay. Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. Um, Quinn's birthday else? is today. Oh, happy birthday, Quinn. Happy birthday to you. Oh, happy well, birthday. Um, your stuff didn't get rained out, right, that you were worried about? Or is that tomorrow? Uh, it did get rained out, half of it, but that's okay. Um, we are coming to Quinn's birthday party. Okay. I'm super excited about it. Okay. Um, and we are going to um, go to, to some engagement shoots afterwards. Gotcha. So. Yeah. Cool. We got and pizza and wings and salad and cash is king, Eric. That's what I learned from my first year birthday party. What do you mean? I just started writing checks. To except who? except now I'm just going to do it cash cuz I hate leaving checks. I I I haven't written a check forever. I have two checks they haven't cashed them. So it's like just sitting there. For who? What are you that. talking about? As gifts to oh, other you wrote people's kids. A check? Yeah. That was a horrible she idea. Just Venmo them. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. That's what I think I'm gonna do. Be like, hey, tear that check up. Here's a Venmo. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, I. I, I mean, I hate that. 
So Quinn's getting cash okay. for a savings account. Cool. I'll have to set up a savings account for her. I'm just kidding. She has a 529. I didn't do that. No. Nope. We talked about that, I think, but I just, I don't trust it. Uh, my dad set him up. Yeah. I found out, I just found out this week that my mom has a savings account for Mateo. Yeah. I'm like, uh, hello. Grandparents do these things. She's like, she asked for his social security number. I was like, I don't okay, here, here it is. She's going to open up a credit card and buy a bunch of pretty stuff on it. <laughs> it's identity theft from grandma. Um, so, yeah, party on Sunday. That's fantastic. Um, can I vent for one more second? Uh, okay. Sorry. I just, I had a really... Are you going to be uh, hostile venting right now? I had a healthy, healthy interaction with my sister this morning. I want, I'm like kind of proud of it, actually. So, like, I, uh, my sister texted me um, this morning, and she said, all I wanted was to see a video of Mateo last night, and you robbed me of his first Halloween. And she was joking. I didn't, I didn't pick up on that. Mm. I had just woken up. So I said, first, it's his second Halloween. And second, I did send you a video. She says, no, FaceTime. And I said, I'm sorry I didn't meet your expectation. The way you're making me feel right now is hurt. I don't feel as if it's fair to project <laughs> oh your God. expectations on me. Jesus. As I do a great job of keeping you included in his life, I also don't feel very appreciated in that regard. Kind of as, uh, kind of as if no matter how much I keep you included, it's never enough. My goodness, that's the problem with having people that live out of town that are close to your child. Yeah, but that response is insane. It, it is a little bit insane. Like, who talks like that to their sister? I, I did. The way you're making me usually, feel I would just right get pissed now. and be like, "What the hell." Be like, I'm sorry. I'll put him in his costume and FaceTime you later. I'm not going to do that. I've sent pictures and videos. I have a really cute video. Can I show it to you? Sure. This will make for great podcasting. Here, here it is. Oh, he he had two costumes. Melissa got him two costumes. I saw the penguin. You saw the penguin one? This one? Mm-hmm. I saw that one on Instagram, yeah. You should, anybody that's listening right now that doesn't, should follow us on uh, Instagram at newdadnewerdad. And um, and we should post more. And we sh- well, I've been trying, but you yeah, just, you, you took my spot. I took your spot because I got tired of waiting. Um. Anyway, what else? Cool. Nothing. I'm going on vacation next week. Yeah, with well, the the whole fam down yeah. to Nashville. Well, Nashville, Florida, for like two days, and Georgia. No, Hilton Head, Hilton Head, <laughs> Atlanta, and Atlanta. That's what I meant. Nashville. Yeah. And you're, um, you're not coming, even though I thought you were. I, you I know, was very excited about this, and then you take it away from me. Oh, man. I, I, I genuinely, I don't say this often, but I genuinely wish I could go. And, I'm, and I mean it. I think you can. I'm, I am electing not to. A little dramatic. Because, I, well, do you know me? Of course. I'm nothing but drama. Um, <laughs> did, you, did you see the, the penguin costume, by the way? Yeah. Yeah. That's the one I saw. What was his other costume? Oh, he was a pumpkin. Like this. I'll have to post a couple of those on our Instagram story. I like story. the penguin better. Yeah. The pumpkin needs to be round. Because then, then it walks He's, he's got a belly. Um, anyway, I think we're ready for uh, for books. 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 So, Erica, let me ask you a question. Um, what is your favorite Janet, food? Brett, oh. 
My favorite food. Yeah. Um, I like cheese. And do you like anything with your cheese? Mm, I mean, I'll, I like everything with cheese. Yeah. Well, my book this week has nothing to do with that. Um, this, <laughs> this, uh, this, uh, this book is called My P.E. Teacher is a Ninja, The Wonder Who Crew. Um, this is a large format book uh, by Joey Aker or Acker, and it's um, author as well by uh, Melanie Aker. I'm guessing that they're probably related in some way. This is a paperback, um, and uh, you can also get it on Kindle. And uh, in paperback, it's eleven dollars and sixty-four cents. Unless you what want to go to Half Price it? Books, my PE teacher is a ninja. What the? F- what does that have to do with my favorite food? It doesn't. I, t- I told you it doesn't have anything to do with your favorite. So why did you ask me that? It's just funny. Mm. I guess I need work on my comedy routine. Um, well, anything else? There is a. Uh, oh, I, I I remember one other thing. Mm. There is another book. Um, I was trying to get you to say pizza, uh, and there is a, a, a book by Melissa Iway. Mean, pizza has um, cheese. I know. That's why I was trying to... Oh, you know what pizza we're getting this uh, Sunday? Oh, tell me. The Flaming Hot Cheeto Pizza. Oh, yeah. I don't like those. What? They're really spicy on my tongue. They're not. Yeah, they are. No, on the pizza, it, you have to try it. Because it's got ranch or something on it. It's yeah, it's got it it's got like a it. it's got some kind of squirt on it. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but okay, we only got one of those. But you so you got to make sure you get a piece of that. I'll try it out. Um, anything is Mateo else? Mateo walking around for the like the because it's at the little gym. I don't know if is he running around. By uh, he himself? doesn't run around by himself, but he'll be really interactive with kids All and right. whatnot. We'll just throw him in a corner with Quinn because she's not walking either. Yeah, he he, the, he walks with help. Ones. Yeah. But that's fine. They can just touch each other's faces and stuff. I don't know what Perfect. kids do. He can pull her hair. Yeah. Well, he doesn't do that, but he'll probably end up crying. He's a crybaby. Yeah. So, Quinn's, yeah. Quinn's not. Quinn's happy. He's, he's happy. Hung, he just when it, like if he ever gets touched or something like that, he gets kind of upset. Okay. Um, anyway, um, well, I think that pretty much wraps us up for new dad, newer dad today. Um, check in next week. Oh, uh, I got one more thing. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that real quick. Um, June is pregnant. Oh, okay. Well, you know what they say. Be a dad. Be a real dad. Read a book to your kids. Bye. Bye. Well, we just announced that we're pregnant. Oh, my gosh. Both of you? Wait. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Wait, I just realized as I said that, you're going to have to edit that. Sorry.